everyone, I'm Kendria. I need you to go like, follow, and subscribe. Soul Productions. What's up, everyone? And this is Next Level Thinking. What's up, everyone? This is another episode of Next Level Thinking, where we always bring you inspired guests to help you bring it to the next level. It's your host, Chris Holmes, as always, but today I have a special person by the name of... Mala Marquette Bussard. Nice, nice, nice. So let's go ahead and uh, give the roots to the audience. So uh, tell the audience just a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to go a little bit more depth with the conversation. Okay, my name is uh, Mala I am an independent freelance writer and a blogger. Um, I grew up in Liberty County, Texas, and I write about food, fashion, entertainment on my blog. And it goes a little deep because my audience has actually brought me to another level where I'm actually dibbling and dabbling in media. So, and that's where I am today. Gotcha, gotcha. And you mentioned food. You know, we all like our food, including soul food and much more. So, I know you enjoy writing about that. So, uh, how did you get into writing about food? Well, um, I'm a self-proclaimed and professional uh, Le Cordon Bleu international chef. So, I've been like that. I've been that way since 2011. 2011. So, um, I think I have. I've been to Ireland to learn authentic Irish food. I've been to Mexico to learn authentic uh, Mexican food. So, and I have Creole in my family so that's where my cooking comes from oh very nice um it sounds like you like to travel so with that said like i'm pretty sure you're going to say like going through different countries and things like that the taste the american yeah. taste is completely different from other countries yes it is totally different and what uh what do you think is like making the main difference is it, like the seasoning or just the like the cooking methods overall period um, it's about the same. It's about the seasoning that makes the uh, the country that much better. It's all about the seasoning. So uh, when I cook, that's how we show each other we love is through cooking. And if you don't eat our food, we feel offended. So <laughs> you better eat that uh, uh, good old cooking. Kind of remind me back in the grandma's days. Like, look, <laughs> this is what I cooked. If you don't eat, you ain't gonna have nothing to eat. Right. Correct. Right, right. So, uh, like, uh, if you could name, like, three of the top restaurants that you tasted so far, what would they be? Uh, in Houston? Well, in period. I'm not, I'm not going to just constrain in Houston, but if you want to throw one of the Houston uh, restaurants in there, go ahead. But I'm trying to challenge you, so name your top three you went to so far. Um, the three top restaurants. Mm. Make it your thing. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's you. You really never ask yourself that. That's not a good thing. It's not a good um, thing. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Um, uh, Carabas. Okay. Uh, for my birthday about a few years ago, I was um, I was I got the uh, cookbook for desserts because I'm not good at desserts at all. So I need a cookbook for desserts. Um. Uh, I love um, the Landry's brand. Nice. And another one. Let's just go to uh, Sammy's Wild and Game in the Heights. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So you hear, 
heard from her. Make sure you check out those uh, different restaurants uh, with her taste and much more. And no, you're not going to get in trouble. It's just an opinion. <laughs> but I do know, like, any kind of art or thing like that, you know, we like our craft. So I respect that to the fullest. Yeah. Yep, yep. So uh, with that, um, I want to ask you a question. Like, do you believe that everybody has a story that they can write? And I'm asking you as a writer because, uh, I'm a, in my opinion, I believe everybody has a story. But I want to hear from your own words. Like, does everyone have a story and why? Um, I believe everybody has a story within themselves. Uh, when I was growing up, I always wanted to know my purpose. Um, as a person that grew up uh, deaf and mute at an early age, um, that was my voice is what was writing. And for me to actually go back to what I love, um, starting in December 20, 2017 and have the success that I have since then, it has really been a blessing. And just going forward, I have to pinch myself sometimes because I grew up in a country where a predominantly white neighborhood and really for a small town person, this is really not supposed to happen. Um, so I'm very um, excited to see what the opportunities have in front of me. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Like I'm um, taking advantage of opportunities, and I like how you keyed on passion. I believe that um, you got to know your uh, your purpose, purpose and passion combined together, because once you know what your purpose is, you're just gonna thrive through it. Because uh, then you like you know like where you want to go in life, and like whatever career path you decide to go to. Correct. That's very important. Um, and I asked that at an early age. I asked that around about six, six years old um, because I had a lot of traumatic issues that happened to me in the beginning and that I was able to um, survive that. So that's the only reason why I asked my my parent, my father, uh, which was instrumental into me actually learning how to speak and with that, I learned how to do sign language also with those issues. So today I still cannot hear 100%, and I've been able to adapt to those circumstances. Gotcha, gotcha. So I also want to, like, um, put this in here. Uh, do you believe that everybody goes through life, but do you believe that those traumatic events are what molds you to the person today and makes you stronger? I th- Yeah, I think uh, it depends on the person, I dealt with my uh, trauma and tragedy a totally different way. Other people might not deal with it the same way. I grew up in a military background. Uh, my father, my brother, my nephew, my sister are all in the military and police officers and cousins. So um, I grew up in a totally different era, and I was taught a lot of different things, and I was taught to really fight and be strong. And that kind of snowballed into my work as far as being a hard worker and just really fighting for everything that I had to um, work for. And I, I, I like but, that. And I like that a lot yeah. because it shows us you have like a lot of discipline, especially with the family background and much more. And as we all know, like our, our services, I mean, our services, like they have to have discipline and it all goes back to the mindset. It's like a, Whatever you put your mind to, you can uh, do it. 
and like with that uh, discipline and much more for the your background, it shows prominent today. Yes, yes. That's why I love writing, just because it's a form. I mean, I've always wanted to sing, but I really can sing really good. And um, but I I can dance and I can write pretty decent. <laughs> so um, with that, um, you know, I think everybody needs an avenue to express how they are feeling inside to not keep that inside. It is a a service you're doing to yourself to show people who you are, where you came from, or where you're going. And that's what I do on my writing. That's why I spend so much time with other people's stories, and I want to showcase who they are. And I, want to, I want the audience to feel where they are and feel where they're going and feel them going to the next level and want to go to that level with them. And that's what I do in my writing. That makes me so much different. And that's my niche. That makes me so much different from everybody else that's writing. Right? People are not bringing writing to life. I am, and that's what I do. Awesome, awesome. And I'm glad how you point out, like, everybody has their own different outlet from, like, writing, uh, from being artistic, to music, from painting, through, like, dance. I mean, there's all different kinds of uh, avenues that you can use to express yourself or talents and much more. So I'm glad you point on that. So I want to go ahead and dive into this. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the Houston Community College System Student of the Year that you uh, got in 2018. Well, that was um, that was kind of exciting. When I first uh, I wanted to go to college, I decided that um, that I really wanted to go to college for free. So I was trying to figure out how I can go to college for free. And so I started applying for scholarships. Didn't think I was going to get it. I was like, okay, I'm going to just do the scholarship. I probably ain't going to get it because I don't really win anything anyway. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> you know, that's just how it is. You know, when you grow up and you, you don't really get awarded anything, you know, that's, that's your mentality. And my, now my mentality has changed. So when I um, applied for it, it was the ExxonMobil um, scholarship. And, you know, that's a huge scholarship. Yeah. Everybody wants ExxonMobil to, to sponsor them. And they love my story. They uh, love me. They um, asked me to come out. And that really started a whole snowball of pretty much like eight scholarships afterwards. And, um, and I was able to go to two different schools in two years for free. Oh, nice. So... Cut the yeah. expenses down by a lot. I wish I would have did that. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that they were going to recognize me for this. Um, this is the staff and teachers actually vote on this. And you just can't just nominate yourself. Your peers um, and other people um, in the school system actually vote on you. And so... To have that accolade from staff and teachers, and then have the committee of ACC City well ACC Council to vote that I would be the recipient really meant a lot to me, and it really meant a lot to my family because I'm the first generation of college students in my family, so I'm already reaching um, iconic uh, levels in my ability that I have today. Nice, nice, nice. Now we'll hit on one other one. 
which is uh, what I'm reading through your bio, the Circle of Change Leadership Conference, with welcomes students of uh, student of year 2018. Right. Yes. That that was funny because um, <laughs> when I when I went there, I had a goal. Okay, so um, I'm a part of the National Society of Leadership and Success, and nobody at ACC wanted to come with me. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go by myself. So I saved up money, and I flew there. I got a hotel, everything. And um, so I just I decided I knew what I wanted to do before I did it. So when I went there, I had I had my my um, business everything ready. I had my resume. I had my DBA. I, I mean, I was ready for anything. And so I went there. I was was able to talk to the executive producers of ESPN, EA Sports, City of Los Angeles, uh, NFL Media, all of these uh, Twitter. Google, and LinkedIn. So I was able to talk to all these people that I wouldn't be able to meet in Houston. And I was just telling them, I'm like, I was bold. I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm an independent freelance writer. This is what I do. This is, you know, I want to do this full time, and that's what I want to do. And they were like, whoa, you know. And I was intentional, and I was like, okay, I wanted to do public speaking. So I went up in front of everybody and did a motivational speaking in front of everybody in the conference. And at that point, I was just like, okay, there's no turning back. I got to do this. And just something lit into me that I've never felt before. This is not like a typical conference. It, it really lit a fire in me and wanted to do the best that I could. And I didn't let any end um, be untied. I wanted to make sure I still to deal with every person that I met and I came in contact with. Awesome, awesome. And it's just like, and I like how you also put like, it ain't no turning back. It's just, a lot of times, like when it comes to like reaching your goals, success so much more, you got to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, but that's how you grow. Because if you stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to really grow. It's like going to the weight room. I always go refer back to you put on heavier weights. You may struggle in the beginning, but eventually you'll, you'll get stronger. Or like in other situations in life, you're going to get in an uncomfortable situation, but you're going to figure it out. And then after that, you uh, know how to uh, address those other situations for in the future. So I want to hit on like a couple other things as well. So let's go through here. Uh, tell me about the... Uh, Boss Life Ball uh, that recently uh, ha- happened not too long ago. Oh, the the boss the boss life the boss life ball uh, that was actually something I I just looked I was just researching to find out like some other media uh, things that I can get involved in, and so when I left the circle of change. When I left the Circle of Change conference, I was like, okay, so I needed all these people in media. I need to do something in media. So I decided to reach out to the organizer of that uh, platform. I ended up getting to find out the publicist, which is recording the women. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I have my bio ready and everything about it, ready to go. And she loved it. 
And so I was able to get a spot on the red carpet. And my name was actually on the carpet of the um, of the red carpet. So I was really excited. That was my first actual media credential I ever received awesome. with this year. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And I also want to hear about the uh, iconic, I mean, <clears throat> Ionic event featuring the Ionic Awards in 2019. Excuse the cold, <laughs> you know, allergies. But I definitely want you to give uh, the artist insight about that. <clears throat> okay, the Iconic Awards. That partnership came about. I reached out to Jalea Davis, which is the CEO of Iconic. And actually, I was wanting to do a hosting position with her. And so she looked at my 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 uh, information, and she was like, oh, you're a writer, too. She's like, well, I need a blogger, too. And so that just struck up a conversation, and it transitioned from me being a host to me being actually a partner for them. So um, when the Iconic Awards came up, uh, she invited me to come to do media for that, and so that was another media credential that I received. And this is just by networking uh, different events that I went to. I went to over 150 events in 2007 to get my name out there to really hey. take it serious and network. So this is not something that I just flew out the air and just found these people. No, I was. It, I have been networking for over from two, December 2017 to December 2018. I was literally networking for a whole year before hey. all of these other accolades came. Yeah, that's what it really takes is putting about that hard work because uh, what you put in, what you get out of it, and that just shows the dedication you have. A lot of people, especially now, I call it like the microwave society, Everything, everybody wants everything so quick, but it's just like um, you really get that success when you put the hard work in and you're uh, constantly consistent. And over time, that's when everything else is going to come into fact. So I want to hit on one other event before uh, we close it out. And what tell us tell us about the Sheila Jackson Lee and Nancy Piosa Mom Summit in 2018. Oh, that was so awesome, and that was just such a um, great honor because I am a mother, and um, they were basically talking to moms, and to have that opportunity to um, I've met Sheila Jackson Lee before, but not in that close proximity. I've always seen her in a to me, it seems like further away than I can grab her. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And uh, so when I had met her at, I met her previously at uh, Trade Expo Africa, which is called Texas. And I actually videotaped her speech and actually got to tag her on it. And she loved it. And so that's how the Mom Summit came about. She reached out to me and said, hey, I got this mom summit. Are you interested? And I was like, yeah, I'm not about to turn that down. <laughs> no, you know, I was in the first, like, 10 seats of meeting Nancy Pelosi and Sheila Jackson Lee and some other people. And it was just, it was an amazing amount of women in the room and mothers that came out to support and really wanted to know what was going on in our city in our Houston community. I, I mean, I love Houston. Houston is my home. Houston will always be my home, even though I grew up in the country. But you know what? When we show up, we show out. <laughs> and 
that was an event that moms actually came out and supported and really loved on each other like I've never seen before. Awesome, awesome. Before we close out, I want you to tell the audience where they can find you so they can keep in touch with your stories and much more in your future uh, success. Okay, you can find me on, I'm on uh, Instagram at Mala Speaks, M-A-L-A Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S, the number one, because I am number one. Nice. And uh, you can reach out to me on my blog. It's very, very long, but it's called uh, Fashion Food Entertainment, and it's on WordPress.com. Uh, you can reach me on my email at M-A-L-A Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S, the number one, at Gmail. Awesome, awesome. So thank you so much for dropping all those jewels and much more and give people some insight and motivation so they can put in the hard work to reach their success. So we're going to go ahead and close it out. It's your host, Chris Holmes, as always, bringing you inspirational stories and helping you take it to the next level. And I have my special guest by the name of... Mala Marquette Broussard from Mala Speaks. Awesome. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share it with your fans, friends, family, and much more. So get the word out. And much love and peace out. Thank you.